When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> wow. Where do we fucking start? I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Um, so, yeah. So we're recording this a week before you guys are listening to it. So this is, we're recording on Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, right? I don't know what today is. Is it Wednesday? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The day after our last episode aired. Um, So I haven't haven't been able to like sit and get as much feedback as I wanted to from last week's episode. But I know we've gotten a little bit. But let's let's just catch up first while stuff comes through because there are emails that are still coming through as we chit-chat about it. People are listening to it this morning. So... Uh, where are you? Every first of all, let's just clarify. Scout did not not go last weekend to the uh, the show in where was it in uh, Tennessee because she was a Burning Man. She is currently <laughs> yes. She she is working actually. She's right now. Where are you? And you're in Kentucky right I'm now. I'm in right? Louisville. Yeah, you're in Louisville. You just spent how many days driving to Louisville with all of your shit and your dogs and all of your stuff? I don't even know how many fucking days I was on the road. I think I was on the road for four days or five days. It was only supposed to be. It was supposed to be a very chill trip. <laughs> like it was supposed. First of all, do you ever see my fucking hair up? Have you ever seen my hair up? Yeah, you don't usually wear your hair up. Yeah, that's how fucked up I am right now. <laughs> why, do, why don't you wear your hair up? Oh my God, look at me. <laughs> I think it's cute. You look like me like on a normal day. You have your, oh your God, plaid, your crazy. fucking pla- plaid button down and your hair is on top of your head. You're turning into me. My hair is in fucking dreads because my psychotic dog could only have the window down. Whether it was raining raining and then he was afraid of the windshield wiper so tom couldn't do the windshield wipers or else he'd had a fucking panic attack it was crazy and he was on drugs so he was like 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 this fighting the drugs oh (laughs) my god did you have to stop somewhere for cody to like get help or like so we yeah so we so we you know cody's not good at traveling. I know this, but I haven't traveled with him in a very long time, this long of distance. And now I'm knowing why, (laughs) why I always end up going, yeah, you're going to have to take my dog for a month because I can't, because he can't do this. Like he actually can't handle it. Um, but there was no other way at one point. Okay. Well, let me start from the beginning. We drove through Vegas and he was doing fine. He was shaking, whatever. And then so we you started- went to Burning Man and then you went back to L.A. and got oh, all your shit. Should we start with Burning Man first? FYI, everybody, burners weren't eating each other. They weren't eating <laughs> each other and there weren't feces everywhere. I mean, luckily, my camp had a porta potty. Um, so we had one that had a lock. So only our campmates were using that. So it wasn't piling up so high. So I do shit. realize, yeah, I do realize that a lot of the porta potties that were communal probably were filling up, but there were a lot of first time burners here, there this year. And I think the etiquette of Burning Man wasn't really understood. And this has never happened. Like rain like that has never happened for like ever. Ever, you know, Mother Nature is really, really fucking pissed off at us. And, um, you know, this this was unfortunate. But the whole fucking thing about Burning Man is it, it's a community and everybody supports one another and everybody like it's a sharing, you know, system. 
So nobody that was seems starving. To be what the pe- that seems to be what the people were saying, like that I was listening to. The news was making it out to be one thing, and the people that were there were talking about it being totally different. It was the newbies that were having a fucking heart attack. So maybe yeah. this was a blessing in disguise. Maybe now it won't be because it won't be trendy next year to go. It'll be I what it's supposed not. to be. It'll keep away yeah. like the newcomers from. Yeah, I that, hope so. You know that it's that it's just a fucking party. Yeah, I mean, I I understand. Like, I understand like being stuck somewhere, and that's a scary thing, because you know there's no you can't be on your phone. There's only like certain little baby spots, but not a lot of people know about those spots. So you can go and like contact. Like, if you have you know your dogs being watched, like us, we were like, how the fuck do we let our dog watcher know that we're stuck here? You know, so I get that. And people had flights to catch out. And like, you know, the only worry some that I think was like, you know, an issue was there was a lot of older people go to this. So a lot of people only brought medicine for a certain amount of time or like, you know, like the older folks can't stay as long. So I get that. I mean, I get that sort of urgency from it. But anything else was like just craziness. But it was pretty it was like if it rains next year at Burning Man, I'm not going. Like, that's how, like, it sucked. <laughs> of, of like, course. you can't bike around. You're fucking, like, the, the type of clay that it, oh, yeah. it, it, you know, it turns into clay. So your fucking feet and boots turn into, like, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> so you might as well, like, go barefoot. So I was fucking barefoot in the mud, you know, and I don't mind. But, like, a lot of people, you know, had trash bags up to their knees, like, trying yeah, to struggle to, like, <laughs> walk around. I was like, oh, but God. people were still partying. People were still, you know, um, luckily we had a four wheel drive, so we were able to get out. Um, but you know, going through the line, it's about like a four mile, you know, track to get to the, to pavement. And it's just to see how many like RVs, small little like Toyotas, like tried to get out and they were just stuck. Yeah. You know, but I, I know like we were hearing in the radio, we wanted to leave on Saturday And that's when the rain hit and, you know, the event ends on Monday and they were like, because of how bad the road is and it's sacred land, they don't want to fuck it up any more than it already is. They were like giving us like a Wednesday, Thursday leave. So I get it like Saturday to Thursday. I get it. People are like, what the fuck? I was stuck here till Thursday. (laughs) I have work. I have this. I'm like, I'm like, if your fucking boss knew that you were at Burning Man. Well, sure. Yeah. Turn on the news. Like, you know, but Tom didn't even tell his bosses that he went to Burning Man. I was like, well, you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked up. But we got out in time. So he was fine. But yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely an experience. Um, I got out on Saturday night because of our car. Um, but yeah, it was, I, I couldn't imagine being stuck there until Thursday in mud and rain. So you drove back to LA, you packed all your stuff and then you got back on the road. Then I got back on the road because I didn't want Tom or because the movie got pushed and I didn't want Tom, um, to drive that long distance with three dogs alone right right. and could you imagine okay so we get in the car we pass vegas and then all of a sudden we're going through some like windy windy roads and we're gonna end up in utah right outside of zion yeah it's an easy drive easy easy six hours drive his dogs are in the back seat sleeping the entire time and cody is like like in the front seat like convulsing and i'm you know i'm trying to pet him down calm him down play soft music jazz music i'm just like trying to anything i can fucking think about and then he just fucking vomits he just throws up so i'm like pull over pull over pull over and so we pull over and i'm like i have vomit all over me the fucking seat is covered in vomit So we're trying to clean it up. And I'm like, okay, he got it out. Like, we're almost there. We're like an hour out. Like, let's go. So we get back in the car and then he starts to like do it again. But we're on this like two lane highway, like super dangerous. And Tom hands me a pizza box, doesn't open it. Just hands the fucking pizza box, like literally closed like this. (laughs) 
and I have no way, I'm holding Cody, I have no way to open it. He fucking vomits the biggest pile of fucking vomit ever. <laughs> and it's like, and, and the, the fucking road is windy as shit. And I'm like trying to balance his vomit so it won't fall on the car. And I'm like, pull over, pull over. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, pull, you're just pull. getting prepared for motherhood, Scouts. Bro, the first thing that came out of my mouth was, I don't know what to do. Tom was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. We were just <laughs> literally shouting back and forth. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I was like, if we can't handle this, how are we going to handle a fucking baby? <laughs> I was that's like, a good, this is crazy. That's a wonderful question, Scout. Dude, I was like, we were fucking fighting. Like, we are just like fucking at each other's throats. We were like trying to like figure out what the fuck to do. And then we get to Utah and then Cody starts like throwing up blood and oh. he starts to shit blood. And I'm like. Oh my fucking God. Like my dog is so old. Like this is it. I just fucking killed oh, him. Oh no. Like I killed him. Like I killed him with this, this, this road trip, this anxiety and Utah, um, doesn't have a 24 hour emergency vet. What? Yeah. So I, I of course wake Tom up at like 3am. He has to be on a work phone call at like six. And I'm like, we have to find something. So we drive to a couple of places and of course they, they, they don't like, they're not open. So we have to wait until 10 AM. So I'm calling all these vets. I'm calling Can you please get him in? This is what's happening. This is what's happening. I get him there and he pretty much had like a stomach, a stomach ulcer. <laughs> and so what they did they, him, what did they do? Just give him like, they, they, they like an antacid <laughs> sort of. Yeah. They pumped him up with some like liquids and then give, gave him like a, a, I don't know, like a steroid shot and then sent us home with a bunch of fucking medicines. And if anybody knows anything about fucking dogs that don't take medicine, my guy is the king of not taking fucking medicine. Like <laughs> you gotta he, shove you it down to, their throat. You have to shove it and he will yeah. not swallow it. So we have to hold his head up high. Yeah. And massage stroke his throat. Yeah. For like two minutes. Yeah. He'll just, I know. I'll I just know. sit there. <laughs> like, dude. Like, I'm trying to help you here, man. Uh, and that was, that was that was day one. <laughs> that's not that bad. That's like nothing. I'd say that that's like nothing. Oh that was so much shit. Are you kidding me? That's nothing. That just wait. Just wait. It's like that's like a daily thing between like the dude. vomit and the shit and the, you know, the the craziness and the stuff that happens and Dude. you're gonna you're gonna get you're you're gonna be okay <laughs> this is great practice you're gonna be okay you're gonna stop giving a shit about anything that stresses you out I you just know what love, I mean you're just gonna be I like just, whatever but I love that this like tri this trip was supposed to be like a nice romantic trip for Tom and I to do because we love road trips. We love road trips. If it would have just been Jax and Django and not Cody because he's older, we would have been fine. But with Cody's anxiety and stuff, like we just weren't prepared on how bad it was going to be. So I was thinking, yeah, hey, we're going to have lots of sex in all these hotels. Fuck no. We barely are like, ah, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, fuck. We're like this dog. We're like not sleeping well at night. We're like fucked up. That's how like nine out of 10 people's trips go when they have a, a, a fantasy about what it's going to look like and then the reality. Yeah. They're but we did totally love Vail, Colorado. Things. That was awesome. I, I know. I heard you went to my favorite place. So oh, it was so good. It was so, it was so romantic. So fucking cool. And Swiss hot dog, Beaver Creek is like Dude. my blue cow jam yeah oh yeah sorry it used to be called swiss hot dog now it's called oh, okay Cow. okay yeah i know your your husband was like so stoked i know we he were. was so jealous <laughs> i know that's where we go every christmas and that's where you know he he lived that's where he grew up so yeah partially at his store and stuff so i love that i love the village up there so god it's so, so awesome nice. i know tom and i were like uh dude you gotta go yeah when it's, we when would it's live there new year's when it's yeah yeah exactly fucking 10 million dollar 10 million dollar homes yeah exactly it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> like how do, and they're all empty. I'm like how well, do they Yeah, because people? no one can afford to Well, it's just it's a ski town. Like no one can no one lives there. Those that's just really rich people have their like vacation homes there. That's it. That's I mean crazy, that's what it is. Man. That's what those places are. It's like 
Vale and Aspen and all that, you know, anything well, like Where that. do these workers come in from? That I mean, David was saying, he was like, even, they you know, come they come in from Denver. Jesus. And they just, they come in from Denver and they, you know, they, they bunk up together and they, you know, they do the, they work the pizza shops and ski slopes and they run everything, but it's a seasonal thing. You can't, Man. you know, you can't make money there. That's for sure. Yeah, no. I mean, we, we were there during Oktoberfest and we didn't even realize it. We were like, okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then there was like a massive like market that we took the dogs through and oh. I bought them some cute scarves and I was like, this so is really, really nice. So where are you? Are you in a house right now? Are you in Tom? Where, where are you I'm in you Tom's right Airbnb. Okay. How long is he there for? He's there until, um, we're here until January. Okay, got it. Beginning of January. Like, so after Christmas, we're going to, we're going to take the trek back, but we're going to take a fucking week. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're going to stop in so many places. (laughs) Yeah. So he's out here on a trial basis with the production company, trying Uh to see um, how it goes. And so I go to Philadelphia and then I go straight to Thailand and then I go to Lexington for our live. Yes. And then I hang out here for a week and then I go to Orlando for our live. And then so you're Orlando. not, so you're not going to be able to come to the 45th, 45th convention then, right? No, oh, I know. No. I'm so bummed out. I'm so fucking bummed out. But this movie is such a good, it's, you know, if it wasn't this, I probably would have been like, Piece. You know, if it was like another genre movie, right, I right. probably would have been like, no, nothing is made. Like, I've got to make this. I like I have so much fun there. But um, no, this is this is a role that I've wanted to play for a really long time. Is that the one in Thailand? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Well, yeah. we can't talk about any of that stuff. Now, no, but we, we can't will. talk about any of it. I mean, we can actually, if, if it's not, it's obviously it's not a struck movie. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're doing it. So but we can talk yeah. about it when it gets closer. Okay, cool. Awesome. What do you think I know, about I'm Drew? I'm so bummed. What do you think about Drew Barrymore starting her show up during the strike? Did you read all of that stuff? I just, uh, I heard a glimpse of it. What, what, it, what is going on with that? Because she's, because talk shows are not. Um, yeah, she's still abiding by the rules of not promoting shows, but she's, she's saying like, listen, I was the first one to pull out because the MTV, you know, the MTV award she canceled and. She's been a supporter, but this is bigger. The, the bigger picture is other people, people. I mean, and that's kind of what I was. It's scary because I'm sort of like, fuck, who's going to fold first? Like, yeah. how long can we hold out for? Because it's not just us, you know, like actors. I think actors are used to not working. Like we're yeah, used to, to not fucking working. So <laughs> yeah. you, you, you figure it out yeah. um, where people have, you know, have have jobs you know there's there's more people than just actors that are are out of work now because of the strike but we have to we've got to come to an agreement at some point I don't see any I don't see any hope in I don't I don't see any movement in any one direction so I I don't know what the fuck is going on I wonder what her show is going to look like though because isn't her show I mean I've only I've only attended one of her shows um I've never watched any other ones, but, um, I mean, isn't that her platform is like, it's kind of like Ellen DeGeneres, right? It's like celebrities come on, talk about their movies and stuff like that. Yeah, but she, she really does more like life, a lot of lifestyle stuff too. Oh, okay. Okay. Well then like, what what are people, because she's an actor? Is that why? I think she's an actor. Yeah. But but talk shows are not on strike until next year. FYI. Did you hear about that? Well, I think a lot of shows are, I mean, I, I haven't seen any new shows. Like I know like View and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, there's no writers. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because of the writers. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know, man. So I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how I feel about that. How, to, yeah, how this navigates. That. Sorry, my brain is not working today. Listen, I'm I not mean, judging anybody. Everyone makes their own decisions. Yeah. And we are all in support of this, but everybody has the right to So make she's a doing it without and- writers? I guess I don't know I didn't I just saw her statement yesterday saying explaining why she has to come back to work yeah fuck I mean it's hard like what what do you expect people to do and survive and live like how how are you you know it's I don't know man I'm that's a bummer that's a bummer that she's you know getting the negative press but I get both sides yeah, I get both sides. So, I know. Listen, I I'm not going to fucking, I'm not here to judge anybody, you know, yeah. I, I, this, this, we have this platform to speak our minds and, and everybody does what they, what they feel like they need to do with their lives. I am, I am not 
judging anyone for making the decisions that they make about anything that they make, especially yeah. like considering our last episode that was aired. Um, you know, what's ironic is that hmm? I'm pretty sure it is, first of all, which I didn't know, it was Suicide Awareness Day uh, on Monday, the oh, day wow. before our episode aired, which I had no idea. Um, how do we do this? How do we do this stuff? We always we, end up posting some like episode where that coincides <laughs> like, so with something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to know who makes up those days. Like I know. 10 years ago, there was not like a day for everything. Like well, a national dog day, a no. fucking national yeah. best daughter day, a, a best friend day. Like who, who makes this stuff up? I think the suicidal, um, day came around uh when the internet (laughs) was created and a lot more like like younger suicides were happening i think so ironic enough i'm pretty pretty sure that it's my friend adam's birthday i know it's september i just don't remember the exact day which was one of the things that we got into a huge argument about was that i had forgotten his birthday the, Mm. the last year we were friends i forgot his birthday and then remembered it after but mm-hmm. I only forgot it because I was in uh, Spain at a film festival for my movie Among Friends and didn't even know what fucking day it was when yeah. I was there. You know what I yeah. mean? When you're like yeah. traveling, you're like, wait, what's the date? What's going on? What day is it? What time is it? And yeah. I spent like two hours on Zoom just shooting the shit with him. But I never mentioned that it was his birthday and he never said, hey, by the way, today is my birthday. He just sort of slyly, slyly sat there with like a smirk like mm. waiting to see if I would remember or not. And then when I did remember, I was panicked. Yeah. And then had the conversation about, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was, I was in Spain and I didn't know what fucking day it was. And there was all the shit going on, the time change and whatever. And we got into a bigger fight about it because he was mad at the way that I acknowledged the fact that I'd missed his birthday. Instead of just saying, oh fuck, I'm sorry. He was getting on me for making excuses instead of just owning it. Like it was that kind of stuff. God, I know that's hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it just. Yeah. Re- it re- I, I got that memory just when no I was rewatching did, it. it. No matter what thing. the fuck I did, yeah. it was like I, there was just no. I don't know if anybody has people in their life like that, and I don't know what that is, but yeah. it makes it really difficult for the other person when no matter what you do, you can't do right by them, even though you yeah. try. And 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 I even like the year prior to that. Or I think it was the year prior or two years prior, I threw him a huge, a huge surprise 40th birthday party by telling him that I had to go to an event and that I wanted to be my date, that he would come with me to this Aww. screening that I had or whatever. And I was like, but let's stop by this restaurant and grab a drink first. And when I went to the restaurant, I had like, you know, 30 of our friends in the back in a private room in LA at this restaurant and had planned this whole big surprise 40th. So it's like that no, didn't make like that wasn't remember. I mean, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I, I, I'm not someone that forget stuff. Like it was these circumstances and I apologize. And I don't know. Hey guys, fall is in the air. I can't wait. I feel it. Halloween is coming. I'm so excited. Are you hoping to budget your food expenses this fall? Everything is so expensive. Well, you can get more bang for your bite with America's Best Value Meal Kit. It really is, you guys. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. So why would you go grocery shopping? It's got no hidden fees. You can count on great value week after week. Plus, only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. Everything is ready in six simple steps. Everything is pre-portioned right to your door. You can spend less time meal prepping, packing kids, lunches, work lunches. Make more time for yourself. Go get a massage. Go take a walk. Take a nap. Watch some reality TV. I'm just saying this is the easiest way to eat affordably. Put the money towards making fall plans like coming to see me at a convention. You guys... This is 50% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. This really is the easiest way to eat affordably. Get $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49TALKSCARY. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49TALKSCARY. That is up to $110 value. I've had another friend a million years ago that I forgot her birthday or I like didn't get her a card or something, forgot her birthday when she was like in her 20s. And every year, even since then, it's been like a good 20 something years. And every time that it's her birthday that comes around, I don't even talk to her anymore. 
she's actually a bitch, but, <laughs> but whatever. Um, and she, I, I still have that anxiety of like, oh, it's her birthday. I have to call her. I have to set like, but yet no one ever, like she never calls me. Do you get mm. like, am I trying to say, do you, do, or is it, are you like, how do I ask that? Um, someone that holds grudges. I used to be definitely not anymore. I, I used to be um, in my early 20s, for sure. 100%. Um, like if but somebody not, forgot like, your like, stuff like way. that? Oh, no, 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 no. But I used to hold grudges on, on other things, but it was mostly with my partners. <laughs> I wasn't with like oh, friendships Oh, yeah. Well, that's different. <laughs> Relationships when you're stuff. like, you know, you don't want to let them me, forget those things. It made me think about like, I've had in my lifespan a handful of people that are like that, that have that sort of like negative energy. Like if you miss something or, um, or something is misunderstood. Yeah. High, high maintenance, but it's like in a malicious way. Right. Like it's, it's, or it's the person will like, it's like a bipolar personality where it's like, I love you. Fuck you. I love you. Fuck you. Right. Right. Dude. Right. Right. Where they don't, they don't understand. Like, I'm not responding to you because you just fucking said some evil shit to me. And now you want to act like you didn't say that. What What is happening? Right. Right. Like I've had so many people like that in my life and I'm like, it makes you, me feel crazy. I don't want to feel like forced to do something yeah. or like, I like, like obligated to do something. I'm a much better friend when I have understanding and freedom and I am not someone that doesn't show up, but I'm also someone that doesn't, bullshit and I forget a lot of things like you just asked me hey did you read the script I'm like oh no I could have bullshitted and been like I did I'll tell you I'll write it all down later but it's like yeah. what I I, I, can't, I for what who cares what are yeah. you gonna do not be my friend yeah <laughs> yeah actually yes <laughs> the show is over talk scary to me is over because <laughs> scout whole held grudges <laughs> i'm i mean i'm i'm you know it was a it was an intense uh episode last week and um mm-hmm. you know I'm, i know we got I'm, a lot of stuff yeah we got we got some stuff. how do you feel about of- that because i was i was i honestly was were kind you scared? Of, do you get scared of my of when I talk about stuff? Because it's sometimes I worry that you're because you are quicker to want to like. Uh, I'm just not as PC, I guess. I or, guess or I'm, I'm, I'm protective. I'm protective of you, <laughs> and so I'm just protective of like right of what people is coming going on after in the world me if something happens. And people like getting upset. And I'm just like, fuck, I just like, I'm, I'm super protective of my friends, people that I love right. and I care about. So I think that's my only concern of anything always comes from that of like, okay, how can I protect this? <laughs> you know, but it's like, but people have to like speak their fucking truth. And like, you well, know, also, I think it's like someone actually wrote something that I want to read. Cause I, I know I think I we like, should read all of them. I think it's, I think it's great. There's not a ton that I've come because I just, I, I, it's. I was, it took a long time to like air it yesterday because I was just trying to figure out timing and I didn't want it to actually air in the morning because I didn't feel like it was something that should be listened to on the way to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to post it later in the day so people could come home on their way home and listen or get home at night and, and, and digest it. Um, uh, but hold on. So let me see. Where am I? I don't remember where it was. If it was on Talk Scary to Me or it was on. Oh, did you get our, a lot of direct oh. messages and stuff? I didn't get direct messages. I'm just reading. It was like just the comments um, from oh, in the videos uh, like under underneath the post. Yeah, uh, I just thought it was really interesting. Um, hold on one second. Because also, I uh, wonder if people knew from that clip what was being said. Well, I think this uh, this one had. Let's see. Okay, this is what it was. This is from Sarah Voorhees, 13. Um, this is actually the second part of it. I'm not as worried about the first part about the suicide stuff because I feel so strongly in my opinion. And because this, this hat, like you, you can't judge me for how I feel about it because this happened to me personally, you know? So, um, it was more about the second part of our episode and, and asking the questions. Um, so she wrote, uh, she or he, I'm not sure. Uh, my husband, Oh, you could be here. She, my husband was saying, we only know what we know when we know it. 
I will add in this rapidly changing world and terms people haven't heard of, we can only find out information from those who are experiencing something other than what we know. Education is key. Understanding that people don't know because of how they grew up. Understanding that someone's intent in the terms they use is huge in a conversation. Some are trying to be hurtful. Others, like myself, just don't have the knowledge. Thank you for keeping real conversations. I hope we can all keep communicating communication lines open when talking about delicate subjects with others. I can only imagine how hard it is when someone has 90% of the time been met with hatred to remember that people might just not know that what they said was offensive or hurtful. Intent and tone, which we all know from yeah. the podcast, that D just wants knowledge. We definitely do need open communication with subjects that are tr- tricky to navigate. So I think that's, that's what really Tom what was it saying was. After it's he the listened intention to the episode, behind it. The intention behind it. Yeah, 100%. Because you can and learn. I, I, like I never, I, I, I think that's why I get so defensive when, when you and I have those, conver- I, actually I don't think I get defensive, but when you and I have those conversations, I'm quicker to go, don't worry about it. Like, let's talk about it instead because I know in my heart that there's no ill intent in asking the yeah. questions nor judgment. So I don't, I'm not as afraid. I have anxiety about it because I don't want to be attacked for things that I don't know. And I don't want people to assume that I'm asking questions or I'm, I'm saying something that is not what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. So I think that's more of what it is of like, please don't misunderstand I think, me. I think that's what it is. It's like people don't understand that as either. <laughs> well, that's so kind of, of there. You know, that's kind so of like, well, how on are we going right? to learn? How are we going to grow if we don't ask the questions and have understanding behind them? You know, Listen, I, I need to educate my children. You know, like they, they, they don't even know. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to be a teenager. Like we never, my, my mom, we never talked about sex growing up. Like it was never, you know, like we never, my mom was never as open. It was more like a secret, not a secretive thing, you know, because my mom obviously was like, I was buying her condoms and like doing all kinds of weird stuff because she was the one that was uncomfortable around sex. Um, But I just, I want to be able to be as open and honest with my kids about the way the world is right now. And then they can make their own decisions on what they want to do. I'm the first one when my kids are like, oh, no, you have to, you know, you are, I'm going to marry a girl. And, you know, it's like you can marry whoever you love, you know, just like conversations Mm -hmm. that are not, I don't want to direct my children to be one way or another. But I need them to to understand everything. that. You of know, course, a lot of, of households course. didn't have that, unfortunately. Times are so different think, now than they were even, you know, 10 well, years goodness, ago. Yeah. So I just want to I want to get all the knowledge I can so I can figure out how to explain it to my kids so they can make their own decisions on what they want their life to look like when they're of age to start doing those things. Mm hmm. You know, what if my kid comes to me and asks me like, I don't even know what they could ask me, but the shit they come up with is like. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about half of the time. And I don't want to also make them, you know, like, parkour. listen, my, I, like, I think I, parkour, exactly. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck is parkour? Um, like Carter said to me the other day we're, um, about like he had a beauty mark or something on his, you know, his wrist. I call them beauty marks, whatever, freckles, beauty marks. And he's like, oh, I was kissed. Um, I've been kissed by Jesus. Oh. And I yep. was like, huh? <laughs> Jesus. What do you mean you've been kissed by Jesus? <laughs> and he was like, the mark on my on my hand is a kiss from Jesus. Obviously, I'm Jewish. Yeah, like Jewish. we don't, we're not like talking about. I'm not talking about Jesus in my household. Um, but I've never not talked about. I've never like not talked about Jesus. It just hasn't come up, you know. But I live yeah. in the South. I live in the South now. So obviously, Jesus. like, yeah, it's coming. They 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 pledge allegiance to the Texas flag here. Like that's the second <laughs> pledge of allegiance. Like, what is that? You know, I remember Crazy. the first time I heard that, I was like, huh? Huh? But who cares? Pledge allegiance to the fucking flag. So you've been kissed by Jesus. Like, what is that hurting? But yeah. I just said, like, oh, we believe in God. Like, I, you know, we think like, oh, that's that's so he's like, Well, what's the difference between God and Jesus? Why do we not Whoa. believe in Jesus? I was like, oh, okay. um uh I, well. I think Jesus is God's son. So I don't know why we don't believe in Jesus if we believe in God. But it's like, I don't know what the fuck to say. I have no idea what the fuck to say. You oh know, God. so it's like, 
Oh, but you know, it's it's religion, sex, like all of these things are 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 sensitive topics to some people. But I want to know. I want to know. I want to know everything because then I can tell my kid. I don't want to say like we don't believe. There's no such thing as Jesus. Like I would never say that because I don't fucking yeah. know if Jesus exists or not. I don't know if God exists yeah. or not. How do we? Well, have, that's no one, really great. No one because knows. I'm sure not a lot of parents would do that. They'd be like, "No, honey, we don't believe in that. We're Jewish or whatever," you know. Like, so it's really great there's that so, you have that outlook. There's so much in every religion that yeah. I don't agree with, including my yeah. religion. Yeah. So, and I think everybody <laughs> I feels that way for the most part. Is what I believe exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> I believe there's something bigger than us. And I don't know what the fuck it is because I've never seen it. So yeah. until I can see it, cool, whatever. Believe whatever the fuck you want to believe in. Do whatever you want to do in your bedroom. Be with whoever you want to be with. Again, you are the yeah. only one. You you are responsible for yourself in your life and live your best life and whatever makes you happy, God bless you. Just be kind to people. Don't fucking mm-hmm. hurt each other. Let everyone have their own space because we all die alone. At the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. Support for Talk Scary to Me is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate hygiene bundle for the man in your life, the Performance Package. Help him join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TALKSCARY at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 16 million clean-shaved balls. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived. And obsessed is an understatement. Guys, time to trim the balls. Ladies, you can use this too. It's fan-freaking-tastic. I don't know about you, but... 2023, uh, yeah, I don't know. There should be no hair down there. I know when my husband is in the shower, that's probably TMI, and he's in there for a while, and there's lots of bending down and grooming going on, he's getting ready for me, because that's the way that I like it. I'm just saying. There's also weed whacker, ear, and nose hair trimmer. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies. Or yours, if you're like me and you steal it to travel. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TALKSCARY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code TALKSCARY. Unlock his confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I don't know why I'm going on a rant at fucking 930 in the morning. Amen. The angel is here to preach it. Well, don't be scared. I just, you know, I know know you get worried when I run my mouth about shit. And uh, no, I get protective. (laughs) That's where it comes from. It doesn't come from like, it's just, I get protective. You know, I I appreciate that. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'll pay well. But I get it. I also get it. I have to also understand this we're oh, this is all like a learning thing so i've got to understand like people's opinions and is good because like we're learning as well there's there's that saying i always it's all i learning always feel circle, y'all it's true <laughs> we gotta fucking learn from each other because um, we're like locked in our house and all we have is the internet um i know i so I, I read somewhere or heard something somewhere that a, a saying that i thought was really interesting um your opinion of me is none of my business Mm. What you think of me is none of my business. And it kind of rings true in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. I am I'm okay with myself. You should be okay with yourself. What mm-hmm. you think of me, not really my problem. I'm not offending yeah. anybody. If I'm okay with what I do when I go to bed at night, cool. You can keep your opinions to yourself. Share, educate, you know, but... If you don't like me, move on. It's like I see all this, hate, you know, hate mail that comes into people or like people. Uh, yeah. Just like uh, other people's comments on stuff. We've been getting fucking, you know, I have. I don't. <laughs> I never read like, it. Shit on since, you know, my first relationship. Like it's I'm just, you know, I had to get we've had to get used to it at right. such a young age that it's right. like we 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 don't we have such thick armor on. To like not maybe um, that's the difference. I didn't have anyone judging me when I was at my worst. Ah. Like 
there okay. wasn't the internet. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so okay. what I, as I got, by the time I was old it. enough to not give a fuck about what you think of me is really yeah. when I started social media. That's totally fucking it. That's totally it. That's crazy. That's the difference with but it it's a huge difference. It's it's a difference in our generations. It's a massive difference. I mean, people like in their forties are usually like internet of yeah. fucking people being malicious and awful yeah. and like threats and right. like you know fucking throwing your character into right. the dirt and like it's not even it's like not even in my you. it's crazy. It's like I don't even I don't even really like look at our comments most of the time like i'll look See, at I stuff do. that that po- because that's what you're used to doing yeah i'm like i don't fucking again you what your opinion to me is none of my business so i don't really uh, once in a while i'll get fire under my ass you know if it's something that's really important to me and you come after me it's like i'll pick and choose um but i i, I don't i'm not really looking at that stuff so it doesn't affect m- my life and who i am but again i'm different generation you know, so I, I think that's really that's really the the point. I know it's 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 an it's an interesting thing because like I was talking about it with Tom too. Like Tom is the type of person that will because he's your age, so he's yeah. the type of person, and you don't seem like this, but he's the type of person to like engage, <laughs> right? Like, repost everything, like engage, like you know, like make it a thing. And in this industry, unfortunately, like there's a fear with that as well. Like, Mm. you know, and I think that's kind of what I have is like, well, when I need to, I will, but I don't need to all the time. You do not, you know, like political, all this stuff. Like you kind of need to just like sit back with it. Unfortunately, I think it's not even the industry. I think it's just the day and age. I think it's just like some things can just be left like yeah. in your household, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, um, but it I get it. maybe it it's does. a man thing too, you know, like having to be like, this is what I think. This is, you know, like this, I agree or this or this, or like take anyone's comment and be like, well, actually, blah. it's like, I don't know. I mean, I can go down like a, a fucking rabbit hole if I get it started to do that, you yeah. know? So it's like how much time, cause who cares? Yeah. Like how much time do I want to spend of my day of my life trying to defend myself. I mean, listen, I had a fucking six year lawsuit with my in-laws, you know, and it all was over like proving that they were evil, proving that we weren't doing anything. But it was like, Mm -hmm. why did I have to spend so much time and so much money to prove that we were good and they were bad? Mm -hmm. Because what does it matter? Because at the end of the day, Nobody cares. At the end of the day, nobody won. Nobody wins. Nobody feels vindicated. It doesn't matter. So let it be. All it did was cause six or seven years of turmoil and drama and trauma that we're still getting through and hundreds of thousands of dollars at playing a game of who's right, who's wrong. Who's willing to like, I'll see your bet and I'll raise it. Like, I don't have time for that shit. I don't want to do it anymore. So it's like, there's a point in like, you can defend yourself and stand up for yourself and let it go. Or you can fight the fight to fight the fight. And then you get in this, I see it, you know, it's like, I look at the Kardashians, I don't look at a lot of their stuff, but you know, they could be tone deaf sometimes about things and, but so let them, let them do their thing, you know, like let them live their fucking life. Who gives a shit? Dude, It's like this weird jealousy thing. I was talking to my, so, you know, I love the housewives, right? I know you too. I love the housewives. Um, and my friend Heather Dubrow, I, I, I did a series with, and she's on the Royal Housewives of Orange County. Her husband, Terry, is my doctor, did my boots, mm-hmm. best ever. He's the doctor from Botched, and I love them. Um, but I, I, it makes me fucking crazy to watch them on the show. Anyone that watches Housewives knows what I'm talking about because Heather is a fucking actress. I, she was the star of the series that I was on for two years. And she's done really well for herself. Her husband's done really well for himself. They've got a beautiful life they've created. And these other chicks on the show are like making fun of her IMDB because she hasn't worked in, you know, 15 years on anything huge because she's had fucking four children and she's building an empire and she's taking care of her home. And now she has the HD network. She's creating her own fucking network, (laughs) doing it her way. Jealous women. And, And they like sit around and like, they're like, Oh, 
Oh, what? You had one episode. Oh, look, one episode in ni- in 1998. Also, this like, business is fucking hard. Okay. Especially Dude. when you have children. Well, it's like, what have you done? <laughs> You're on yourself. a fucking reality show. What have you done? Why are you? And she's like, whatever. So like, I don't like those shows. They just, Dude. just like, they're just like attacking each other and like, fucking. I'm just like, well, ah. she's holding, she's holding her on. I messaged her and I was like, I, I, every time those chicks go after you, <sighs> I want to fucking shake them like I literally like there's something inside of me that's like wants to cut them because she's like awesome and the real deal and I'm proud of her and all she's accomplished and people I wonder just if they hype that people, shit up too though do they like is it like, like I don't know do I don't these know women all know I, like hey I really love you but I mean for the tv rating we're gonna do this I don't know Jessica you know, like I, I said, like I've always, I want to do the Real Housewives of Horror, but I don't want to have baby. to. Yeah, but here's the thing I'm worried about. You and me, and Daniel, like, a fucking bitch. Well, Daniel that's the thing bitch. is, like, are they are she they going to make a movie that bitch? Because there's no show if we're all kumbayaing. Oh my, I know, but I don't want to fight with anybody. I don't want to fight with anybody either. But you're going to have to, bitch. If you're on the Housewives of Horror, it's going to be Barbara Crampton and you going, bah! <laughs> but I mean, like, I, you know, but I think that they're not. It's, maybe, what's we different. Can watch a, maybe we can do a comedy, a scripted show, Housewives of Horror, but a scripted show. You know, actually, show. Brea, Brea, Brea did it. one. Yeah. Brea did the Housewives of Horror comedy like years ago. She did oh, like did a, a spoofy sort of thing that I, I saw forever let's ago. Let's her and let's do a series. Um, uh, but I think, I don't know. It's, it's, so I messaged Heather and she, she was like, I love you. I love you D. Um, and, uh, but I don't know. It just makes me like crazy. Cause I'm like, you don't even know what's going on people. It's fucking crazy. But you feel like you, ha- you have to, I don't know. Anyway. I know. So I get, um, so I get it. Like standing up for someone too, you know, but it's like, but it's like, you can do that privately rather than like publicly, but you know, but I get, but I also so get I like think that's what it is. For people it's publicly the, too. Like, I don't know. Ah, it's like a hard But I thing. think it's the, it's the need for attention. Like, yeah. like I was talking about Kardashians, like, you know, I, I saw that Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, like he had to call off his tour, uh, uh, for a couple of, like a couple of, oh, yeah, a couple of shows okay. because there was something going on, but they were, they were saying like send prayers, but they weren't saying what it was. And then, weird. you know, she had to have fetal, uh, uh, emergency fetal surgery for her for her to not lose her baby and oh which they didn't announce until a while later and then all she did was post a picture of her like her hand with her um her IV in her hospital holding Travis's hand and then they you know then she came forward and said this is what it was and anyone that no one can understand the trauma and and this how scared you you would <sighs> be unless you went through something like this and so of course when I saw the picture of the the cryptic picture of the mm, hand without thought, saying yeah. what it is it it does seem like you're doing it for attention and for press but it's like hmm. something that's so private just keep that stuff private if it's yeah. so intense keep it private but yet the world you're in the spotlight like the world wants to know so yeah. you're at a crossroads of like what's also, the right thing to do like, he left tour so they yeah. knew something was going on so they probably like their publicists were like you have to post something because like but but they're in the limelight like they're so far up there but I think that that's it's it. like, like what about just making a statement and and telling everybody what you're doing like this has happened know. this is what's going on instead of doing who knows like, like breadcrumbing who knows I've I have no idea I personally would have done that but like I don't know I don't know how their their brain works but yeah. And they have people who telling knows? them what to do. You know, yeah. I, 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 they're probably not even posting it. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Imagine. No. Like you have to do this. You have to. No fucking way. No way. I'm sure they're not making their Maybe own I decisions. Maybe I need help with that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll benefit from that. Like, Scott, actually. Don't do that, Scott. Don't do that. I'll help you. <laughs> I'll help you. You can help me. I'll help Scout you. I'm not saying I'll listen because I usually don't listen yeah. when you're like, take that episode down. Everyone's emailing us. I'm like, no, I'm not taking it down. Let's have a conversation about it. Do you, when you get those texts back from me, do you, are you like, fuck Danielle? Fuck. She's not going to take it down. No, Tom's I not going to fucking take it I down. Just, well, it's not like, I just wanted to like, 
when you just air an episode like something like that, which we're not talking about last week's, where it's talking about a sensitive, sensitive subject and we're getting a bunch of things. It's like the next episode that goes on. We have to fucking acknowledge it. Yes, we I want to do that because we, we do oh, we record. No, we record uh, like. Yeah. So we weren't going to get to it until like fucking four weeks later. And I'm like, that doesn't like with press. Press comes so fast, so fast. I mean, the Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, they picked it up and it's fast. It's like, I you know. have to take that next episode to go, okay, now we're going to talk about it. But we didn't have that planned. So I'm like, fuck, if this gets picked up in any way, look at me, PR, PR over here. I'm like, okay, let's just, we got to just acknowledge it and go, okay, these are the emails that we got in. We want to acknowledge it. But when we can't acknowledge it right away on the next episode, because we, because my fucking schedule is crazy and we have to record in advance. So you get anxious. It, you get, I get anxious. Anxious because I don't of what's know gonna what's going to happen. So I'm like, rather than not knowing what's going to happen, let's fucking record something that we can acknowledge what happened. So nothing can be like slammed in our face. But that's just because I see it happen nonstop with people. Like nonstop, like people are fucking getting canceled or or whatever. You know, okay, here just- this is what I think, and I've I've, ta- I've told you, but I think I don't know if I've talked about it on the show or we talked about it privately. I'm okay. I feel like I'm okay. I feel like I've such a fucking solid support in our horror community that I feel protected, regardless of what I say, because I know what my intention is. So I'm not as scared, but you have a different career than I do, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't, I just know like for anyone listening, my opinion is not a reflection of you and yeah. your opinion is not a reflection of me. I, we I have also, a right to have our own opinion. nature. Like I just said, it's like, I'm just a protective person because like you and me, like this is a unit, like we're yeah. a unit, you know, like, like. So you're worried that I'm going to say something that's going to fuck up that's going to cancel you or fuck up your career. No, I'm just, just, okay. just uh, like, that's not even, no, my mind doesn't go to that. I'm, I'm okay. a protector. <laughs> I will, I'm, I'm a born protector. I will be a protector until I'm fucking dead and, you know, in the ground. I'm just like, I'm a very massive protector of, of, of you. And maybe you don't have that back in like in the sense that I do but it's just like no that's not true I'm, of course I'm just I do. more I'm just more of like I just want to protect my friend and yeah. like that's that's where I come from I and, mean and I I think you just so you know you don't have to worry about me well, I promise you you ain't gonna I'm, you I'm you don't have to worry. worry about you well you can be protective <laughs> and you can be supportive and you can listen and you can be there when I need you and you always are but you don't have to worry I don't want you to have anxiety or worry about me and what's happening in my life it's you not do, anxiety. that is not your I responsibility I, I just have even Tom can tell you, I, I just have that with like my friends that I like, I, you know, cause my friends are my family, you know, yeah, of when course. all down to it. And I was even thinking about this. I was like, I thought about this in my, um, a few months back and I was like, you know, my whole life, like, I don't think the friends that have been in my life, like, like, I don't think Tyler realizes that like he's my second dad. No, he doesn't. I've never told them. Yeah, And I don't think Dee Wallace realizes that no. she's like my second mom because I never told them. And I don't think you realize like you're like my sister because I never, you know what I'm saying? It's like I create these um, relationships in my life that they're so significant, but I also don't ever want to to pass that boundary because I don't want to put that pressure on friendships and go, actually what, just so what you boundary? know, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's just, it's a, it's an insecurity in myself of trying to figure out how to, and it's like, it's kind of like a sad sadness I have with it that I had to like sort of create family members within my is friends. It em- but is it embarrassing I don't know why that word just popped into my head. Is it embarrassing to express how important someone is in your life in fear that you don't feel like the feeling is the yeah, same back? Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Well, it's you like don't have to worry about pressure. that. 
It's a lot of pressure to put some put on someone. What like, do you? It's not. It's not your <laughs> pressure to worry about. I know, but what if like you get rejected and Tyler or like Tyler or whoever like what? Who cares? It's like, okay, I'm just gonna walk over here. I just got really vulnerable with you. Okay, great. Thank so either you. either you choose to be vulnerable and tell someone how you feel and build that relationship and get closer, which is the most important relationships yeah. in your life, or you stop yourself the moment you feel that fear of that little girl not being accepted come in. It's up to mm-hmm. you and what you want to do. But I'm telling you, like the other day, I was thinking about God. I gotta talk to Scout off air because we have there's a lot of stuff I need to talk to you about. Nothing to do with business stuff like friendship sister like real life stuff that that you know trust me i've just it's, been it's thinking and i know you to too deal with i've had but to like this, we have this to, is something that's pretty like that i still know that i have to like work on for sure i mean my my only thing was like in my life it, like i felt like i had to like what could i give someone to make them stay like mm. what, like, like even like with like my partners, like paying for them, like paying for all their stuff, like getting their career started. I was just like, what can I do for them that they will stay? Cause I've got a lot of abandonment issues. Yeah. No, <laughs> abandonment I get it. Issues. So uh, I think that's, that's another reason why, you know, I never expressed to people that I've had in my life that like how much they do mean to me and what they hold in my life because I've got massive abandonment issues. I think they, I think they know. I'm sure people out there can relate, right? (laughs) People? Yes. I think that they, I think that they know and they love you back the same. I don't, I don't think that you have anything to worry about. And I think that your vulnerability is beautiful. And I think that the more you are and the more you, you're honest with people around you and the more you don't, you're not protective, the, the stronger your relationships will be with those people. I, rem- I know. I remember I talked to Gabrielle about it. We were recording an episode and I uh, recently. So I am. Trust me, I am slowly trying to um, open that little whatever it is inside of me. But um, I was talking to Gabrielle and I was like, I don't think your mom realized like how much like of a pedestal she is up there for me. And she's like, have you ever never told her? And I was like, no. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, she would love like, she would like it would mean so much so to funny. her. It's, it would like warm her heart but that's why i think tyler was so like shocked when i was like hey i want you to like you know like marry us because like you are a very important you know person and i think he was just like what no <laughs> i'm not gonna do it i was like no no, no. like you actually kind of like need to <laughs> you you need to in my life my heart like what's going on in here I like I need you to play an important role in my life how do I tell that to you (laughs) like how do I tell you I know that you don't like to fucking talk in front of people but I'm like like you have to play an important part of my wedding because you are that important to me and you and you know that like they'll show up and they'll yeah they'll be they'll be fun and funny and and Mm -hmm. and and on time and they won't let you down and you know like those are all the things that I think I I can't speak for you but I know like if I were in your position I'd be worried if other people had those responsibilities the 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 unknown of like oh god what's that gonna look like like you know you know, with me as your main matron, I hate that word of honor yeah. and, and Tyler marrying you and people that are going to be there. Like, you don't have to worry. Yeah. Like of, of what could happen where, yeah. you know, and you already know that I have to worry in other departments on of that course. day. Uh, so fuck I just, you, like, as we all do. I'm like, I just don't want to. I mean, there's, there's one in particular that I have, I'm, I'm this person I'm hoping shows up and if they are listening, Please, I would love for you to be at my wedding. Um, you know, so I just don't want any other <laughs> any other things holding my little heart hostage that I day. know, I know. You <laughs> shouldn't have any of that. But no, everybody just, can relate because there's it it it's we've all fucking been there, especially yeah. through weddings and, and just in life in general. You know, the moment as soon as you guys like are married and have kids and I can't wait to see how you grow over the next ten oh years God, because you're gonna be you're you're gonna be a complete in a completely different place. We're gonna look. I think we're gonna about that often. We're gonna. Oh my god! It's gonna change so much. Whenever I see like a a, a woman, you know, like an older woman, uh, you, you know, I'm just like, wow. I'm like, 
she went through a lot to get to where she is. And I cannot wait to be in that position. You I don't want to really hurry great. up right now. No, like, no, no, no. Don't rush I, it. Because then you're yeah. going to be doing what I do with my face. Like, oh, my God, what's it's, going on She's going to be so cool to be a, like a, an older, wiser woman that doesn't give a fuck. It's, it, 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 it's going to come soon. I can't wait. It's going to come soon. And it's going to be a fucking huge relief. Let me tell yeah. you. It yeah. really is. And you're going to be all good. Yeah. I'm st- I'm in that massive transition right now of like, I'm, you know. You're in a huge not- transition in your life <laughs> yeah, right now. Massive. <laughs> huge. Like, I still feel like a kid, but then I also don't feel like a kid either. So I'm like trying to, I'm like, how do I ba- balance this trend? Like, this is the weirdest fucking it's, it's, transition. It's, lear- it's a learning experience for you so right now. So weird. Yeah. And a lot is going out on at once. But, you know, let's just add kids to the mix. So with that, Danielle, I'm just kidding. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I don't think you can handle that. Oh, my God. You're getting there. You're getting there. All these little things are just things that are setting you up for, yeah. for being the great mom that you know you're going to be and and you're going to be all good and you don't have to worry and you're not going to know how to do any of it and you're going to figure it out. And <laughs> so know. is life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, that cannot be our household. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't my know. fucking, my nephew, Brody, <laughs> he had a, a throwing up thing when he was a baby up until he oh. was like three years old where he would literally... Oh make himself throw up for attention so it would be every day everywhere we went my sister always had to have like a bag and extra clothes and uh, he would vomit everywhere he would fucking throw up every single place we went and I'm sorry like baby throw up kid throw up is is next level and everyone listening like that has kids is like I get it I mean spoiled milk is fucking gross coming out of their body oh yeah it's gross well like figure out why um, no, he doesn't do it anymore, but it's like, my sister still gets like, don't, don't go, don't do that after you've eaten her, you know, put your TV down. Like she gets very, oh, he's going to throw up. He's going to throw up. But we would see it coming. We'd be like at the mall and he would get upset about something and start to cry. And I'd be like, oh, he's going to fucking throw up, you know, and sure enough, it'd be in the Lego store and it'd be like, Bleh, oh, oh, all over God. everything. And you're like, well, fuck, here we go. got to clean up barf all over the place. <laughs> oh like, my God. <laughs> I mean, I have a dog like that, Django. Oh, yeah. But dog food or fucking eating grass ain't nothing like that. Every time he fucking tries to play after he eats, we're like, you're going to fucking throw up. The thing is, is that with dogs, you know it's coming. Yeah. Not, they go, real, not with Cody. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Dude, why is going with Cody. on? He's, he will never fucking whine. He'll never tell you that he has to, like, he will, he will, he never tells you he's in pain. Like ever until it's like too late. Like yeah. what the fuck, dude? Like just let me know, man. Please. He's, That's he's a why dog. With like babies, I'm like, thank God. Cry. Cry so I know what the fuck is happening. No, but you know, but they can't speak. I know, I know. That that's scary. Like when they're two, I'm gonna be fine. I mean Jagger's <laughs> first part me, of life. <laughs> fucking Jagger's been making me put a paper towel and tape around his his ankle that he hurt. I'm like, that's your wrist, dude. Oh, I know. He's like, I the, the ball, the ball. I'm like, that's your wrist, bro. That's not an ankle. He's like, my ankle is broken. I got to go to the hospital. I'm like, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. <clears throat> should we read uh, an email or should we do a 911 call? Um, Ooh, uh, whatever you want to do. Well, they're both serious. So which serious do we want to do here? Do you want to uh, hear something serious or do we want to like actually read it? Yeah, email let's here? go for an email. Okay, uh, so this week's episode. Hi, Scout and Danielle. I just wanted to say that I related to the serious topic you two covered in this week's episode, and I really appreciate you being so open about it. Suicidal thoughts are something that needs to be taken seriously. I was suicidal for the first time at the age of 12, and I've had suicidal thoughts on and off since then. I'm 26 now. There have been periods of time when things were really bad and also other times that were really good, but overall depression has been a giant weight on my shoulder dragging me down for a long time. Mm. Not going to lie, I've had suicidal thoughts a lot recently. 
but I can feel myself coming out of the dark period and entering a much happier one after leaving a toxic marriage. Your podcast has helped me so much in getting through this hard period in my life and reframing the way I look at things. It's so important to remember that we only have one life and no matter what, we have the power to change whatever it is making us so unhappy. Thank you for inspiring me to finally ask for a divorce after almost four years of feeling judged like a piece of meat. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Uh, so much love to you both, Allison. Oh my, oh my god. god. Yay. Good, 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 good. Get good. it, Allison. Get it, girl. Oh my god. See, then I read stuff like that and I'm like, okay. I love that we have this. I love that we have this podcast. A, not for just my mental health, but like that we are able to like even resonate or help other people is mm -hmm. like so fucking amazing. It's still shocking to me when I get those emails. I'm like, did we really, did we really inspire them to do that? Like, but I guess we did. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, but, but do you not have people, things that you listen to or read or, or people that you talk to that like any like ounce of something that someone says, it's like, it's triggering. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. That. Yeah, I just didn't I say it? your opinion what you're th what you think of me is none of my business. Like yeah. I don't know the fuck I read that, but I read it about 15 years ago and it and it it keeps me going. Yeah. So it's any little thing that is said that resonates with someone that is able to change their life for the better is just so fucking cool. So and this I is love the whole that we're yeah, it just like if circles I, around. I, it, it just came full circle. You know, we started yeah. our this podcast talking about you talking about. I feel like we're. This is what if I was in therapy. This is what <laughs> my therapist and I would be talking about. Um, how the through line. You know, I'm always like, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, why we're talking about this, but I think we'll figure it out by the end of the session. And this is the end of our episode. And and the 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 context of this, you know, of this episode was vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And how important vulnerability is. And mm -hmm. and the the more you the more open and honest you can be with yourself and with other people, the better life you are going to live. And yeah. good good for, for you, girlfriend. I mean, again, you you one life to live. There's no tomorrow is not guaranteed. And don't waste your time anymore. Don't want to waste your time anymore doing things mm -hmm. that don't make you happy. And that goes mm -hmm. for everything, you know. And speak you, up. Tell those people that you love them and that you appreciate them. Yes, there's <laughs> the other thing. In. You know, I mean, you know how good it feels. I know it's awkward and uncomfortable, but like, you know, it's like even with my, you know, my neighbors, I'll say like, you know, I appreciate you. Or I know it's hard even with my mom sometimes, you know, it's like, just saying like, thanks so much. I appreciate you. Like that's, it's scary to say that. Mm -hmm. So, but it, it makes such an impact on the other person and yeah. it does make the relationship so much better. So for all of you guys listening, we appreciate you Ugh, more than y'all so know. much. So, so, so much. so much. And we have really, really big, big, big um, plans for Talk Scary to Me and we've got some really big news um, coming up and I think it's Huge. going to be really awesome and there's just really good things happening um, and I think that holidays are a scary time and there's a lot of things going on but convention circuit still going strong and we're still going to be out there seeing you guys and hanging out and and um, wanting to hear your stories and, mm -hmm. and giving you love and and I'm would love to hug everybody I'm a little bit scared about getting COVID again but um I'm a little bit scared about the season you know what I mean I just spent yeah. the last fucking week and a half in bed with not COVID but I thought I had COVID crazy um, and so I'm I'm just excited to to get back into the groove and and I'm sad I'm not going to see you this weekend uh this is going to air after we are I'm in um in Boston I'm very excited to go East Coast. Whoop, whoop. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll see you in. Give Kentucky. everyone hugs for me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I afar. will. From <laughs> afar. Exactly. <laughs> With a mask and gloves. Yeah. Um, um, so get on a plane, girlfriend, and work on your script and go make do. your movie. And go kick ass and, and dive into it. And I, I appreciate you and I love you like a sister. I appreciate you and I love you too. Now everyone's and crying on it. Everyone's crying. <laughs> you guys are all crying, aren't you? <laughs> Call someone, tell you you love them and you appreciate them. Yeah, Happy can Tuesday, you do that for everybody. us? Just call someone and tell them that you love them. It's all it takes. Yeah. It's real easy. 
Love yeah. you guys. Happy Tuesday. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.